what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focused on personal and home technology, helping provide you, our fellow brothers and sisters in tech, with some information, assistance, and recommendations. It's that time again, time for the brothers show and tell in which they try to outdo each other by bringing them more useful or impressive tech suggestions, apps, devices, websites, or services. We just try to impress each other with new and unique tech that just may be useful for you too. It's the brothers in tech suggestions or bits episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to brothers in tech here on the mesh.tv podcast network. My name is Alan Jackson, and to my right is Brian Jackson. How you doing, hey there. Brian? Good, Alan. How are you doing? You're getting better I say at that. To my right. You're getting better. Well, I'm getting better. Yeah. I'm saying to my right, even though I know if you're listening on audio, yeah. it doesn't really make any difference. But on the screen, you are to my right, and that's how people will see you. Right. But that's my brother, Brian, from across the country. But he and I get together on a regular basis and talk technology. Uh, especially as it relates to home, family, and personal technology. And we try to cover different topics every time we get together. It's kind of some helpful hints, some talk-throughs, some suggestions. Today's episode, though, is one that we do maybe every month or so. We try to do every four or five weeks. And that is our Brothers in Tech Suggestions episode, or as Brian so skillfully named it, the BITS episode. The bits, yes. Because that's the you bits. see that's an acronym. It's B I T S. Yeah, tell us. Brothers tell us what, in I mean, tech. How is that? Passions. How is that genius? So tell us more, Alan. I mean, bit is bit is what. See what Brian did is Brian took the title of the episode <laughs> and looked at the first letter of each word and said, "Wait a minute, this makes a word. <sighs> this makes a Look word that. that is somewhat related to technology, with it being bits and all." So Look at yeah. that. Look at that. Right. Not bad. It's pretty smart. Yeah, but it, and, it's and let's, let's be honest. We do this every month, but you and I look forward to it every single episode, right? I mean, well, I think when we when we start sharing tips, we're usually like, "Is it time for bits yet? Time for bits?" You know, yeah. this is the one I like. I, I love. I mean, I like all of them, sure, but this is the one I always look forward to because I'm I'm someone who likes to hear about new technology, even though normally what you bring is not that exciting. But I like to share the true. you know what yeah. I what I've found with you and impress you. And uh, yeah, so this is, this is good. I'm excited. I like to come out of this, see if I spend any extra money that I hadn't planned on yep, spending that's a good, by hearing yep. other suggestions. So, so we've got two items each that we're going to bring up as kind of our suggestions for the episode. It can be anything. It could be an app. It could be a gadget. It could be a uh, tech related tool. It could be a website. Um, Anything goes as long as it's kind of in the family of technology and something we think would be helpful or people might want to check out as well. Now, Brian, I'm going to do something. I'm bending the rules maybe a little bit with this because I'm not actually giving a suggestion about a particular product or site or app or anything. I'm just giving a helpful hint of something you can do Hmm. that I just learned today. Now, if you're out there listening or watching and you learned about, you knew about this all along or if you've known it forever or uh, please don't tell me, let me, let me believe this is something new that I'm breaking to the world. Um, but, you know, just, just give me this if you can. Is that all right, Brian? Well, that's fine. I mean, I'm just, I'm just sitting here thinking, should we be creating a new category? Should we have a whole new 
episode for the the Bith, maybe the Brothers in Tech helpful hints or something. I don't know the Biths. Oh my gosh! But anyway, anyway, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. I'm just going to sit and think Brian, about why you do that. Bits was really good, but man, don't push it. Don't push it. Um, All right, bring it. I'm gonna let's go see. Let's my, see. My first Brothers in Tech suggestion is truly kind of a a helpful hint idea. And this is unfortunately just for people on a Mac. So if you're not a Mac user, I apologize. This isn't going to have a lot of value to you, but Brian, ask yourself, how many times have you been on a zoom call or even on a video conference like this one? And how great would it be to be able to easily show um, the contents of your iPhone or your iPad or some other device you've got as inside this video conference, like meaning, hey, I want to show you something really quick, but it's on my phone or it's on my tablet mm-hmm. or I want to show it to you that way and just have it pop up and be a screen that you can present very easily. Does that happen yeah. very often for you? Um, let's let's pretend it's like okay it does. Say no. Sure. No, it does. Sure. It just does. tell there, me it does. Well, there, okay. Yeah, there's, yeah, on an iPad, on a phone, there's all sorts of yeah. cool stuff um, that I'd love to be able to so, show. So here's something I learned just today. You know, I was preparing for another video I had to work on and I needed to get a image from, I wanted to actually show my phone, the interface, and I actually wanted to show it to somebody, Hey, you need to press this. And then you need to go to here to show them how something works. And I know there's some other tools and software I could have gotten that will allow me to do that. And some other kind of, uh, a lot of crazy ways to work it out. But on the Mac, you have an application called QuickTime Player. Okay, it comes standard on every Mac. It is basic, it's mainly the program you use for playing back movies, a movie files you may have on your computer, but it also allows you to record things. So if you needed to do a recording on your own webcam on your Mac, you could use QuickTime Player, that app, and do a new movie recording, and it's going to use your FaceTime camera by default and let you record a, uh, a, a video from that camera. So it both plays back videos and it records videos. But one thing I did not realize, which is a great little tool here. So let me, I'm going to share my screen over here. Oh, please do. And are you sharing your phone? Are you open. sharing your, your computer screen? Alex? No, this it, is my computer screen first. Okay. But I'm on my QuickTime player application. Okay. So what I'm going to do is let's say I've got my iPhone here. Okay. And there's something I want to share, show on my iPhone, but I want to show it to you in a video conference setting like Zoom or anything else. What I can do is, let me see, I'm going to pull up the right one here. If I go on new QuickTime Player and if I say a new movie recording, just like I would do if I was going to do a new camera recording of myself, I actually have an option. If my phone is physically connected with a USB cable, to my computer, where I have my choices of cameras, I can go with my FaceTime camera, which is my video camera, or I'll be able to choose my phone. And when I choose my phone, there is my phone interface. And if I move through the screens, it looks through there as well. Now, here's where this is key. Okay, that's nice in itself, but inside of Zoom or any other video conferencing app, and I'm going to stop sharing for a minute, if your phone is connected that way through QuickTime Player, or it could be your iPad, works the same way. In Zoom, you're allowed to go in and say, I want to share a screen. You could share your whole desktop just like I shared, but you also have the option of sharing things from within a certain program like QuickTime Player. 
So if you actually went in and said, I want to share my QuickTime player window, then all of a sudden I now have this where I'm actually sharing my phone interface right here for you. As I'm going through it, I can easily show everything here. I can mm-hmm. go through, I can actually, you know, show you exactly what I've got going on here on the phone. Very nice and easy. By the way, the same thing works that was with- super gutsy of you to show your phone and have people calling out like the little, the fact you've done no exercise today and the fact that you really need to yeah. update your software no. and all that. I mean, that's, that's, Look, that I'll was be, gutsy. That was gutsy. I'll be honest. My fitness today. Yeah. It's pretty weak because I've been sitting <laughs> at this chair all day working on stuff. So yeah, nothing to, nothing to write home about there. Um, but I just love this because yeah, what it is, is basically slick. that QuickTime player. You have the little window. I can pop up and say, I want to use my FaceTime camera instead. So I can actually change to that. Or I can use the iPhone and inside Zoom or inside any other video conferencing, you can do a share screen and choose the QuickTime player app. And you have a nice presentation of your, your phone or your, iP- or your iPad ready to share. Yep. I just think that's great because I'm going to use this for our next suggestion because I've got something on an iPhone to show. But it's just a much easier way for me to use. I did not know with QuickTime player that I could actually pull up the phone or iPad screen as a video input on a new video recording. So, so that's now, my suggestion. Now's the that's point in time idea. where your brother would love, love nothing more to been to be able to say, I knew that already, but I did not yeah. know that. I okay, did not good. know. Well, I yeah, got you. That was really, yeah. really cool. Now, what I would say just to add to that, um, or maybe to make a caveat, you mentioned you could do that with Zoom. <clears throat> Zoom is kind of unique in that if you were to plug your phone in or your iPad in with a cable, it yeah. gives you that option to share from it anyway. But what you're yeah. saying is that the fact that QuickTime becomes its own image or image source, it doesn't matter what application you're using, right? Any application Correct. just can now pull. It's almost like a new video source, right? It's yeah, kind of video I know source. Zoom has that capability. I've used it before, and sometimes it's a little... A little jankier, than a little others. wonky. Yeah, but you know, if you're in a WebEx, if you're in a uh, Microsoft Teams, whatever, that allows you to share your screen from a certain application on your computer. Yeah, then you can use the QuickTime Player as kind of that universal app to always show your phone or iPad screen as long as it's physically connected to your computer and pulled up as a video source. Yeah. Um, to me, yeah, I, I just thought I'm it was more, nice. I'm more in, interested in that as a way of you know, creating some, um, some videos of the use of your phone, right? Well, Where there's that too, because how I a, do yeah. web is how I do screen recordings all the time. I've even done, you know, done that for classes where I'll pull up a, you know, presentation and talk through it and let QuickTime just do a recording. Um, and of course there's plenty of apps where you could do recording of the iPhone on the iPhone, but the beauty of being able to be on your Mac and then have a recording of, you know what you're getting. So this is what your iPad. Yep. That's the iPad there. So yeah. same idea. Yep. All I did is just plug it up instead of the iPhone and chose it on my QuickTime player as my input source. And here you go. You're right. Recording videos. I mean, being able to say, I want to record um, on my Mac. I want to record me talking through a video while I go through my phone. Let's say perfect example, Brian, let's say you want to give a how to to somebody Yep. of how to do something on their phone or iPad. And you need the audio as well. So basically, but you want to do it on your Mac, you want to sit here and kind of walk through it. Use QuickTime Player, 
say you want to do a new movie recording and it by default it's going to want to use your webcam and you can start with your webcam, but then as long as you've got your phone plugged up, say, okay, now I'm going to flip to the phone, choose the phone as your, your camera now, and then it's still picking up your audio, still getting your microphone yeah. sound or your, your audio here. And you go through and do a tutorial on the phone or the iPad, and then you stop recording, save it, and you send it to somebody. And now you've done a kind of walkthrough tutorial uh, without leaving your Mac. You're right here kind of in your main yeah. computer setup to do it. So, again, I know there's other ways to do it. I know there's other tools to do it. Yes, Zoom has some ways to build it in automatically. I just like the fact that it's a universal kind of solution yeah, to great. allow you to do things. I just did not realize you could do that through QuickTime Player. So it's kind of excited to see that as as a video source in your recordings uh, for a lot of different purposes there. So, so Alan, do you know when you when – you choose that um that source as your uh your phone or your ipad and you're mm-hmm. recording something is it getting the audio from your laptop microphone or is it then yeah to because the iphone nope in quicktime quicktime player that's another nice thing about it you choose both your video source and your okay. audio source great so i i had it by default still still using my computer microphone or in that case this microphone so again, I can talk through the video even if I'm showing a phone or iPad screen yeah. on the on the recording. So again, really nice, not not only for video conferencing, but also for your own internal recordings. I have made a few um, kind of walkthrough videos for people to show them how to do something on a phone. And I've had to use some other tools and software to allow me to record my phone and my voice simultaneously. This is much better, much easier. Don't know why I didn't even know it was an option, but hmm. that was my little geek moment there. So uh, figuring I mean, that Quick, out. QuickTime so. is one of those that, uh, one of those applications that just doesn't get a, as much love, doesn't get enough love, right? I mean, it can do so many things. It it can yeah. take the part of a lot of these screen screen recording apps that that people are using, and it just works. Um, so, I mean, to me, not to not to to get you too excited about this, but. Uh, this is kind of the perfect brothers in tech suggestion because all of the people that we work with that we're talking to that are basically being called about technology problems and want to then walk someone through how to use it on their phone. This is the fantastic way that you can do that. Right. Uh, when, when my family, everyone in our family contacts me to try to get help with the technology because they are contacting me and not you then I could actually make recordings of the phone and, and then not have to tell them all individually. I would not have to get on a phone call with them. I'd have to just say, mm-hmm. here's a little recording to walk you through it. Right. So. Yeah. Right. No, I'm, I agree. Cause it's the same situation when they call me after they've called you and what you gave them didn't work or the solution kind of crapped out on them. Yeah. Uh, yeah they call cool. me. I do the same thing. I just say, look, I'm just going to, not only do I have to do a video to show you how to do it right, but I also need to show, send you a video on how to fix what Brian <laughs> told you to do and repair that as well. So oh, well, I, I completely agree. Uh, I completely agree. The demented yeah. world you live in is uh, is pretty amazing. But <laughs> anyway, uh, well, that, that was, was a little non traditional. That was, was a little non traditional. It was more of a tip, but it's just something I stumbled across today, figured out, and was really surprised. So anyway, yeah. That I mean, being that said, was, Brian, that was so much better than what I expected from you. Um, so that's Good. that's excellent. Good. Okay. Well, I'm gonna well, I'm Brian, gonna jump in. What have you got? I'm for gonna me? I'm yeah. gonna change gears a little bit. And um, mm-hmm. so you went with a helpful hint. I'm gonna go with an actual 
device. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to share in just a second the the specific device that I have used uh, or the version of this. But I want to preface it by saying there are plenty of these out there, and uh, I think my suggestion really is the fact that they are out there, and I didn't realize how easy they were to use and uh, uh, and install. So so let me let me set the stage here, Alan. Um, I have, uh, my wife and I have a couple of cars. Um, she has a Prius, a Toyota Prius. And if anyone has a Prius, and of course we're in the Northwest, so you have to have a Prius. It's kind of a prerequisite. But um, if anybody has a Prius, they'll know, especially around the year we have, we have a 2010, the headlights are pretty horrendous, right? They're just mm-hmm. not very good at all. Um, and Living in the Northwest, uh, we get a lot of fog in the mornings. We get a lot of rain. Mm-hmm. Um, we get times of the year where we're both driving to work in the dark and driving home in the dark. Um, and then we also get the occasional, obviously, a lot of moisture, um, the occasional uh, fogging up of your headlights. You know, people have recognized yeah. they get head, you know moisture in their headlights and stuff. So, so I was under the um, with the goal of trying to increase her headlight performance, right? Try to make it so her headlights work better. I went through, I probably over the last several years, I've gone through every headlight bulb that I could find that keeps saying this gives you 20% brighter headlights and all of this. And they all seem to work just as poorly or at least very minimal improvement. Um, So I started thinking, you know, obviously today's headlights are LED Right. They're they're brighter. You can usually see kind of the Xeon and all these different versions of things that are really bright. A lot of them even have kind of a blue tint to them. So you could tell they're newer headlights rather than the old kind of yellow. And as you know, as your Mm -hmm. your car ages, the plastic of your headlight gets more and more yellow Mm -hmm. over time. Right. It starts to to kind of age. Um, So I started looking into how could I upgrade her headlights? You know, do I have to go and buy a whole new headlight assembly and, you know, order it from Toyota to put in these brand new headlights? Um, mm-hmm. And it, that is one thing you can do, right? You can go and actually change out the entire headlight. The other sure. thing, though, and I didn't realize that this could happen, would be that you could just, you know, change the light bulb itself to an LED bulb. Now, hmm. you know, initially, I didn't think that was the case because there are different power sources and everything kind of is different about these. Um, but I actually found that that is a thing now. And, uh, and I know there's probably a lot of people out there that know much more about this than I do, or I've used it much more than I have. Um, but Alan, I'm going to share with, with you a screen here of, uh, okay. the, uh, the versions that I have used. All right. So this is through Amazon. These are the actual, um, headlights, um, uh, led swap outs that I have, uh, used and they're by sea light. Um, and oh. what's what's really cool about them, okay, is that as you can see here. So if you're if you're familiar with changing your headlights, okay, or in the actual headlight bulbs, it's usually you go in and reach the back of the headlight, twist it, mm-hmm. take it out, unplug this kind of L-shape, um, you know, bulb uh, attachment from the wire, switch it to a different one, twist it back in, and put it in place. Well, that what you're seeing right here is exactly that, right? This piece will screw right into where the headlight bulb goes. Now, the difference is that LEDs are taking a completely different amount of power than your normal halogen lights would. And they're actually taking a lot less power, 
right? So what you have to do is this part back in the back, you see the plug outlet at the bottom there, mm -hmm. Alan. That is what the wire inside your car, what would normally have plugged into the headlight, the bulb, is now plugged mm -hmm. into this, which has a small wire to this little box that says C light there. And then the box has a wire that goes to the bulb. So all it is is it's adding an extra wire in between the two with a little conversion box. And that conversion box okay. allows it to change the power so that it can work for LEDs. And you'll see here, this was $40. And the difference in light is mm -hmm. unbelievable. It's night and day. It, I mean, literally wow. night and day, right? I put these in and I wasn't even sure if they were going to work. I was just concerned, mm -hmm. like, okay, can you really just update to LEDs with the same yeah. exact um, bulb setup? And you can. And um, uh, and the brightness is incredible. Um, so it changed from my wife. She was super, super happy. And, I, and I'll tell you what happened. I changed these one day for her. She tried them the next day uh, and she was like, oh my gosh, so much better. So I went the very next day and ordered the high beam version of these. So she now has yeah. the low beam and the high beam versions, uh, the LEDs, so that oh, wow. she has plenty of brightness as she's going through the dark roads. And, uh, uh, and it was super easy, super, super easy. Um, and again, wow. the That's 2010, to do that. Yeah, this is the really 2010 car that you can change from halogen bulbs to led bulbs now there are some people that get really nervous about i you know they despise the blue lights of the leds mm -hmm. the, some of the newer ones and these aren't really that these are more bright white um there are some i think that have more of the blue tint to them so you could tell they're leds um, but there are all sorts of different versions of these out there um the other thing i'll mention really quick just to kind of a downside of this alan is that um, i did read some some reviews that said in some of the newer cars, so if you are if you have a car that let's say, I'm, I'm making I'm guessing here maybe a 2015, 16 onwards that has older versions of light bulbs that you want to upgrade to these, the computer systems on the newer cars are smart enough to mm -hmm. recognize that when you put these bulbs in, and you turn on your car and turn on your lights, you potentially might get an error on your screen that says there's something wrong with your headlights because of course it's only mm -hmm. pulling a small amount of power and it thinks the headlights sure. are going back. It thinks something's wrong. Right. Yeah. Luckily the 2010 Prius was not new enough for it to have any sort of errors. It just, it was fine. Uh, and it, in, and if you have a car that has that issue, there are little adapters that you can get that will on the backside of this reconvert the power signal to yeah. kind of fool your computer into knowing or to thinking that there's not yeah. an issue. But it's fantastic, right? I've, uh, I've actually tried. You know, I've told our parents to go to your son, who was a who's a big car car person, mm -hmm. to say, you know, upgrade their old Volkswagen that they have, um, because you know, again, just any any headlight over time, the glass on the outside or the plastic is going to get discolored, and so naturally your headlights get lower and lower. And of course, there are ways yeah. of sanding those down and and clearing them up and everything, but. This is a way of just enhancing your your lights. So, well, and if you go LED, I mean, it's longer lasting as well than the traditional. Longer lasting, bulbs, less so. power. Um, you know, yeah. lots of lots this is of all good. Um, so that's great. So I would I would encourage people. You know, I would just say the C light. I've done 
two of them. I've done the, the high beams and the low beams, and they w have worked great uh, for several weeks now. As you can see, if you're looking carefully, I think I bought these back in December. So that's for several weeks mm -hmm. now, and it's been fine. Um, but there are multiple uh, products out there that do the exact same thing. So, um, you know, if that's something that you'd like to, to improve with your current uh, car setup, then, uh, you know, then you can do that. I will just mention really quickly, just reading a lot of the, re the, the reviews on this. One thing to keep in mind is they can get really hot. Okay. These mm -hmm. converter, right. you know, the, the bottom part of the light is supposed to get really hot. So do look, look for one that says specifically uh, heat dispersion or has the, the metal heat sinks at the bottom. That was what the metal part of the bottom of that light was. Is so it just disperses the heat out so that it's not going to you know, cause a heat issue. Um, but sure. a lot of them just look for metal, look for the fact that it's metal and look for the fact that it says heat dispersion. Uh, and mm -hmm. some of them have fans because of that. They'll have an internal fan. And I've heard that that's problematic if you're in a moisture environment. So I got the ones that didn't have fans in them. So uh, mm -hmm. yeah, just a uh, little uh, Very cool. more of a tip there than anything. This is uh, something I certainly suggest for for older cars that, that want to upgrade their their headlights. Mm -hmm. Way to do it. Yeah. All right, cool. That's great. It's good, a good, good, a uh, good idea. So it's pretty easy for you to go in and do that. And, and <laughs> I mean, I know it's like there's a lot of wiring involved and all that. So I mean, but in all seriousness, it was a pretty easy process it's to do. Super easy. Yeah, like I said, if you have, okay. if you have, if you have switched out your headlight bulbs before, reaching in, mm -hmm. twisting it, taking it out, swapping yeah, sure. it. Out, this is the exact same way. The only difference is okay. the cord in between. Right. They do get, most of these will come with zip ties, little zip ties, and they just ask that you zip tie that up to a piece of metal close by so that it's not banging around and shaking around. But super, super easy. And in fact, it was actually I'd say, even easier than some of the light bulbs that I've had before. So there you go. Nice. Yeah. Very good. All right. We've, all right, been some very non-traditional, non-traditional kind of picks we've had so far, right? So, yep, me kind of a helpful hint on on the Mac. You uh, getting into the car and doing some upgrades there, but still good, uh, good, good, good tips all the way around. I'm going to share now a recommendation. My second one is an is a uh, app, and again, it's going to be iPhone, but I think there's an equivalent, uh, very similar, on the uh, on Android side. I'm pretty sure. But I'm going to be talking about, um, so my family all got, my, my kids anyway, my boys got Apple Watches for Christmas. It was kind of their big the big gift. They've been really wanting a Apple Watch for a while. And they've been having fun keeping track of a lot of the uh, fitness side of things. So that's been their big thing is, you know, they're sharing their fitness data with each other. I've got three boys and all three are sharing their their data with each other and kind of competing to see who's doing better on different fitness goals and all that as well. The other thing that we've been really, they've been really fascinated with and it's kind of got me watching again is our sleep. And I know that with the Apple watch, if you wear your Apple watch to bed, um, it will do some sleep tracking. There are ways to do sleep tracking. Even if you don't wear a watch to bed, you can have the phone next to your pillow or in a way that it picks up sound. But I think the most, most, uh, specific data you can get on sleep is going to be from a watch yeah. type device on your wrist, obviously. Yep. So we've been playing around with different sleep apps. I've tried probably five or six different ones just to kind of see what really works for me the best and what kind of gives me the most information. 
And the one that we kind of settled on as a family that we all kind of use and we are using it to kind of help track each other's sleep a little bit and make sure we're all getting good sleep and making sure we're all getting good healthy sleep is an app called Sleepwatch. And I'm going to go ahead and share uh, the window on that here. Give me just a second. I'm going to do the same little trick I showed in my previous set and try to get this. Do you need some help? You got it. No, no, I've got it. I've got it, Brian. (laughs) It's fine. I'm good. Um, Here we go. All right. So sharing the iPhone screen now. The Sleepwatch app Mm -hmm. is right here. So I'm going to go ahead and bring it up. And, oh, I forgot this does a... Oh, yeah, look at that. This makes it wide, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, here's the narrow view. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot of sleep apps out there that will help you analyze your sleep. I really like this one for a couple reasons. It does have a free and it has a premium version. I'm doing the free version and it's enough. It's enough for me to work with. Basically, like many of the sleep apps, you can go in and kind of set what your goal for your sleep is per night. Yep. And at the end of the day, it's going to come back and give you a nice report. It's like, obviously, when your sleep start time and finish time was, it shows you how you did towards your goal. So, like, for example, here, I got just under six hours of sleep. It's about 85% of my goal. And it does show me that, hey, over three days, I'm 66% under my target over the last three days. Mm -hmm. That's obviously something I need to work on. But it also shows you all the rhythm throughout your day or throughout the evening shows you the combination of your disrupted, light, or truly restful sleep. Uh, One thing I've got going for me is all my sleep is pretty mostly restful for the most part throughout the night. But you obviously see your your sleeping heart rate throughout the night as well Mm -hmm. with that and any other activity you've got. What I think where this app starts to get really kind of nice too is it does show you the percentage of time that's your restful sleep as opposed to just your total sleep. Shows you if your heart rate had any dips throughout the evening, your seven-day sleep rhythm, uh, your average sleeping heart rate. Now, there are some other things you can get with the pre, with the uh, premium uh, versions I'm not using. But the thing that at this app does I think is really nice is the next morning, it pops up questions for you. And we'll ask you, like, for example, how fatigued have you felt today? And you can just go in and start putting in tags of things you're doing throughout the day. If you're exercising, if you're uh, uh, working really hard on something, if you're at your office all day, you can put in little notes and it starts to collect all those tag notes so that when you start to track saying, how did you feel? How fatigued have you felt today? It's tracking all this kind of in a pattern for you. So you can go back and see a lot of training to kind of map based on how much sleep you got, where do you feel like you get the most fatigue or the least fatigue? So that really helps you kind of fine tune. What is your ideal amount of sleep you need to be getting? Then you can set that as a goal and track that and see how close you are to getting your goal of sleep throughout the night as well. Mm-hmm. Again, it's doing a lot of stuff that a lot of other sleep apps do, but I love the interface. I love the dashboard uh, view of it here. The fact that I can do a lot of things with a free version without having to go to that premium version. Yeah. What the premium version will do is let you compare your stats against their database of stats and say, hey, your sleep is better than whatever percent of other people out there. And they give you a free, (laughs) yeah, they give you a few, uh, like a week of the free of that, I think the premium version just to try it out. So I got a little bit of an idea of how it compared, but it wasn't valuable enough for me to, to worry about making into a monthly subscription on 
But again, nothing truly radical from a sleep app. I just, I like the experience. I like the fact that it's a lot more kind of probing and asking questions the next day and helping log all that information for you. It's yep. very, very easy to use. It's a lot of good data. And again, we've uh, we've had a good time kind of using it and all of us kind of checking out each other's sleep and just saying, you know, how, how are we doing in that department? So uh, that is Sleepwatch. That's kind of the sleep app I'm using right nice. now that I'm very happy with. And uh, that is my recommendation for there. That's very cool. So Alan, uh, when it asks you the questions... So give me a little yep. bit more info about that. So the moment you wake up and say, I'm up, does it start asking you right away? Like what happened yesterday? Yeah. You know, did you drink last mm-hmm. night? Did you stay up, you know, uh, do whatever? It, it gives you, you a place you. where you can, yeah, it gives you a place where you can tag, kind of tell us a little bit about your day. Tell us and just start putting in some of those tag words, but it actually does an automated prompt. Like after you've gotten up and been up for a little bit, it pings you with a question saying, Hey, how, how restful do you feel? How do you feel? Yeah, that's good. How do you feel in general? And then later in the day, it can do a follow-up and ask how fatigued you feel towards the end of the day. And it's taking all that information and kind of keeping a nice running log of it. So, so you have some good information here where you can, it kind of keeps track of your most commonly tagged details or actions. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything that's associated with better sleeping heart rate dip, it'll kind of show you if there's anything associated. Yeah. Now, some of this more analytics you can get into, you do have to pay for the premium version for, but. Um, yeah, it's, that was that was something I remember enjoying. Uh, and I, I've never used this one. Um, and actually would like to use something like this with the watch. I think the one I used to use yeah. was where I would put the phone underneath my pillow or mm-hmm. I'd put it next to my yeah. you know, bedside table. But what I did like is that I could start to realize that, hey, listen, when you have coffee on a day, you sleep, you know, terrible that night. Or when you have alcohol, you sleep better or whatever. So it starts to notice those trends, which I think was really, really helpful because those are insights that you can't, you can guess about them. But to have some true data that says, I was not, I do not sleep well when I do this on a particular day, or if I don't exercise, I don't sleep as yeah. well. And those are some of the things that I think are really great to, to pull out. So yeah. this is great. Yeah. Love it. No, it's a, it's a good app. Again, there's a lot more you could do if you paid the premium subscription. I'm not, but I'm very, still very happy with it as a free app and giving cool. me the basic information I'm looking for on a regular basis here. So yeah. Yep. And just on that I'm note, a, Alan, you're, you're, you're somebody that puts your watch on for charging, I assume, right when you get up before you like go shower and all that stuff? Yeah. Is that how you do it? Yeah, that is a good point. So yes, okay. I, I do wear my watch at night. Um, I have got a series three, which the battery is just good enough to get me through the day. Full day. If I yep. charge while I'm getting ready in the morning. So I typically charge it from the moment I get up shower, um, getting ready, getting dressed, yep. all that stuff. Yep. And then I walk out the door, I put it back on and it will last me. Barely. I mean, I'm in the red zone by the time I'm getting ready to put it charged again, but uh, it will make it through the the day and the night. So, cool. yeah, if you've got an older Apple Watch than that, it probably will not make it through the day and night. So you typically have to charge it at night. Um, yeah. Newer watches, newer than the Series 3, I think will actually do pretty good um, with yeah. a charging a shorter amount of time in the morning. So, um, Or I've seen some people that got to get creative about at nighttime when you're already winding down and maybe you're reading mm-hmm. in bed or something, you charge a little bit and then put yeah, it back sure. on before you go to bed. So you get a little bit of a, a boost there for those that you have. The if I can watch. get an hour somewhere, 
about an hour, maybe 50 minutes to an hour. That normally gives me enough charging time where I'm good for the rest of the day and through the night so I can track my sleep. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, Alan. All right. That's good. Yeah. You were two for two today uh, of things that were actually somewhat useful. So, um, I'm, I'm we'll go. Well, let's see if you can <laughs> see if you're going to be able to bring it home or not with your last. All right. One what so this this one feels a little uh, well. Yeah, I can tell you it's 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 incredibly helpful, but it's a very niche helpfulness. Okay, so Alan, we had a we had a uh, episode recently on uh, how to look and sound your best online. Um, so mm-hmm. webcams and uh, and audio and all of that. And one of the things that I um, have an issue with uh, is that because I'm in a particular room that changed the lighting of the room changes throughout the day, right? I have a big window over to my left and uh, certain times of the day, the camera is going to look totally different than later in the day. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's always that momentary piece. Someone sends me a zoom link and I've got to jump on a zoom that I'm like, okay, do I want to, do I don't want to join the zoom in order to find out what my camera looks like? and then have to change Mm. it really quickly about the lighting or the brightness or the angle or whatever, or can I do a quick check beforehand? Right? So the quick check for me typically is, well, I'll pull up QuickTime or I'll pull up FaceTime or I'll pull up zoom and start a new meeting just so I can see like, okay, is everything sounding right? Is everything working right? Okay. Well, that's what got me to, and I'm a big fan of um, menu bar apps, things that Mm -hmm. I can do a quick little, uh, keystroke and my calendar pops down or a quick keystroke and my contacts pop down. I love those sorts of things. So I found, uh, what was, and let me share it while I'm talking. Um, what I found <clears throat> was an app that allowed me to quickly check and see how my, how my camera looks before I jump on a zoom call <clears throat> And so what it is, it's called hand hand mirror. And what it does is I have a keystroke. I have three little keys here that I, when I press them from the menu bar drops down a screen or a little uh, window (laughs) that has, here's what your, here's what your camera looks like right now. So as you can see here, you press the little button and it drops down and there's how your camera looks. And so it literally takes me two seconds to click, see, okay, the yeah. lighting's good. Click off, join the zoom, um, and make sure that, uh, that everything's good to go. So That's great. as you can see here, just kind of a, a quick way, you can set it up to be a really small window that pops down a medium window, a large window. Uh, I have it small so that I know it's going to be quick and, and snappy. Um, and, uh, and yeah, That's super, great. super slick, super slick. So, so um, yeah. the Brian, I, I think, so obviously this is independent of any video conferencing app. This is something you Correct. would do, Correct. you know, you do on your computer, pop up, see the little mirror screen. Yep. Uh, yep. I know some zoom calls, you know, you get in, they allow you to, it depends on what the settings Adjust are I think before the, you say, okay, you may yep. have a, a window to see your own camera, but I've been in plenty of meetings where that was not set by default. And once yep. you join the meeting, you're you're in the meeting, and uh, right. Instead or, of having the or, camera turned know, off, or at least while. you're, you're yeah. fumbling, right? Exactly, you're fumbling yeah. for a while, yeah. trying to figure out. Oh, I got to change. And what's what's kind of cool about this? This um, if you click, you can either click on the the menu bar, as you can see the the little icon up at the top there that looks like a mirror. You can either click on it, it drops down, or you can do the keystroke. Um, and for me, if I double click or I right click on it. 
it drops down for the preferences and then you can go quickly and say, oh, I want to change my webcam because I also having an external webcam, yeah. you know, can see, well, what's it going to look like for my my regular webcam, built-in webcam versus That's my good. external yeah. one. Um, and so you can kind of quickly toggle through those to try to determine what you're using. But like I say, this is super simple, super slick. Um is just, you know, and it just works. Um, so mm -hmm. uh, for anybody who has that little bit of an issue, that niche issue where you're always kind of wondering, you know, is my is my camera set up the way I want it right now before I join this Zoom meeting, before I join this FaceTime or before I do whatever, this is a quick way to, to do that. And, um, you know, and I guess also it becomes your own mirror too. So if you're like me, it's getting ready to head off to class or you're getting ready to you know, turn around and meet with somebody that's coming in the room. I guess you have your own version of a mirror there. But um, uh, but for me, yeah. I think it's right before you join that call. It's uh, super, uh, super slick. So, yeah. No, that's great. Hand I like that. I'm, I'm saying hand mirror. Hand mirror. And it, and it works. A lot of these other little add-ons, I think sometimes will get a little clunky. But this one has worked super slick. Works so good. Yep. yep. All right. Yeah. Not bad. I think we did pretty good. We, so uh, we both did all right. Yeah. Brian with the uh, LED headlights for a car, which is, which was cool. LED, very, very LED cool. upgrades. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got the uh, hand. You got the hand mirror app for uh, checking out your own video camera image before joining a video conference. Yep. Um, I shared a little hacky thing uh, through QuickTime Player on the Mac to record or use your iPhone or iPad as cool. a yep. as a source. <clears throat> yeah. And then uh, I also shared the, uh, oh gosh, what was the name of the app again? I already forgot the name of the app. Sleep, uh, sleep oh, watch. Sleep, all sleep these, watch. all yep. these names are so similar, but sleep yep. watch is the name yep. of this one. I wanted to bring up that I'm using to track my sleeping right now. So, Very well, nice. Ryan, as always, we brought up some really good suggestions, some things people could check out, but there may be some out there people have that they want to share with us as well. So. How can they go about sharing with us their suggestions and maybe we can incorporate them in a future episode? Yeah. So you can email us uh, as always at info at uh, the mesh TV. Uh, send us a note. Tell us, you know, some bits that you have or you'd love to suggest for us to uh, to share with the world uh, that have made your life a little easier or things that you think work really well. Or you can also go to our website. Uh, www.brothers-n-tech.com um, and uh, tell us, uh, you know, or find out a little bit more about what we're doing. Uh, as I said, the, the website's going to continue to evolve, but right now you can get access to our uh, both our video and audio podcast, um, as well as uh, you'll start to see some posts that'll pop up for some reviews that we'll do uh, outside of our podcast. And then you can also contact us down with the uh, the contact form. So, so drop us a note. Uh, you know, we've we've been super happy with uh, getting some feedback through social media um, over our last few episodes where people have come up with other suggestions. That's another way that you can kind of give us uh, some info if you want to share with other people. Um, and we'll try to pass those along. Um, so uh, we, we'd just love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what kind of things you're, you're liking about what we're doing, what you'd like us to do in the future, and uh, you know how we can uh, create a, a better brother or sisterhood here. Uh, so, yeah, Good. contact us. All right. Absolutely. Well, this has been the Brothers in Tech suggestions episode for, I guess we'll say January. Yeah. Recording this in sure. January. Yeah, it's recording uh, pretty close. I think it's February as of the time we're actually 
right now, but we were right. The stuff was from January, so we'll go with that. But uh, we will be back next week with another tech-related topic and some other ideas and things to share with you in the world of technology, family, personal, home use. Um, That's what we're here about. That's what the brothers in tech are for. So thanks, everybody, for listening or watching. And we'll look forward to talking to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.